This is an ABC podcast. Our guest on the Country Hour today is Troy Setter. He is the chief executive of the Consolidated Pastoral Company, CPC, which owns several cattle stations across northern Australia, and it also runs two feedlots in Indonesia. Now, Troy has been over in Indonesia over the last couple of weeks as that country grapples with outbreaks of lumpy skin disease and also foot and mouth disease. I spoke to him earlier this morning for an update on what's happening there on the ground. Thanks, Matt. Um, it's certainly a, a challenging time for Indonesia with two pretty strong exotic diseases in lumpy skin and foot and mouth. Um, foot and mouth has, has you know, rapidly spread um, in the last few weeks. It's now throughout Java, Sumatra, Kalimantan. Um, there's reports of it in Sulawesi, and uh, it's also uh, been found in Lombok, which is on the eastern side of uh, of Bali. So it's it's well spread across all the major islands in Indonesia. What about your own operations there in Indonesia? How are things going? Look, pretty pretty good. We've um, we we had good biosecurity. Uh, for, for many years, but we've really enhanced that <clears throat> with lumpy skin disease, and now we've enhanced it even more with with foot and mouth. Um, lumpy skin was predominantly spread by vectors and uh, and also some some contact, but not through soil. Where uh, foot and mouth disease can be spread in multiple forms, but particularly by soil infected animals feed, and and also can be wind spread over shorter distances. So we've um, we know that it's very close to our feedlot in Medan. Medan's just across from Singapore um, to, and KL to give people a, a bit of geographic. And then our, our bigger feedlot in Lumpung, it's the bottom end of Sumatra. Um, we know it's very close there as, uh, as well. Have you got a sense of what it would mean to your operations if foot and mouth disease gets found close by? Look, for, for us, it'd be pretty concerning, I think. One thing that's not really being reported on up here is is that the foot and mouth disease is is also in sheep, goats, and and pigs, um, but there's a very strong focus on cattle. Um, we have a you know, a large number of our team up here have uh, goats and and a few have cattle at at home. So if they were to if it was to get even closer in our region, the chance of of, of our team accidentally bringing it into uh, into work on clothing and footwear is uh, is absolutely real or or it blowing in so we've uh we've dramatically increased the uh, the biosecurity and and washing and and cleanliness of uh, of every person going in and out and every truck going in and out of the uh the feedlots that's what cpc is doing what about the indonesian government what's happening over there at the moment to try and stop or eradicate fmd so there's been some uh, movement restrictions put in place for for local cattle in in some regions. The Indonesian government is working on trying to procure uh, vaccines. We understand there's still no foot and mouth disease uh, vaccine in the country. There's no lumpy skin vaccine available commercially in Indonesia. There's a small amount available in the Riau province where the first outbreak was, but lumpy skin sort of fallen off the fallen off the radar a fair bit um, and uh, and we're, you know, we're hopeful that uh, the Indonesian government can can lift the control measures that they've got in place. The, the president's been really supportive of stamping out uh, foot and mouth disease and we know Australia has offered substantial assistance 
both physical and technical um, and economic to uh, to eradicate uh, foot and mouth disease and lumpy skin disease in Indonesia. Is there any talks of, of culling, burn and, and bury like we've seen other nations do? No, at this stage there there isn't. There's not the predetermined compensation packages and the predetermined veterinary biosecurity plans like Australia and the UK have and other, and other countries have in Indonesia. Um, at this stage, it, it looks to be a, a treatment for sick animals um, and then a prevention program with vaccination and a, and a stamp out through, uh, through vaccination rather than a stamp out through, uh, through destroying animals. There's been several campaigns to, that we've seen on social media and mainstream media to uh, to reassure that the general public that the that meat from previously or currently infected animals is uh, is safe for human consumption, and we've seen the agriculture minister come out eating satays and meat and things on TV to reassure people that the the meat is safe. As you say, Indonesia's dealing with two diseases here. Is there one sort of taking precedent in in terms of the government if, if, focus? Yeah, FMD, foot and mouth disease, has absolutely taken uh, taken focus over the top of uh, of lumpy skin disease. Um, Indonesia's uh, always valued its foot and mouth disease freedom and uh, is committed to um, to trying to get it back. But it continues to spread, hey? Yeah, it continues to spread. Looking at the sort of reports over the last two weeks that are coming uh, coming through. Hopefully some uh, some vaccine can be sourced and uh, and movement restrictions can be uh, more tightly enforced and that should uh, that should slow and, and then hopefully stop its uh, stop its spread. In terms of fatalities, is there any update on stock losses? There, there's no formal updates. I've seen some numbers of three to five percent loss um, in facilities, but I you know, they're, they're very much, um, you know, small sample populations and, and not official official numbers. What do you think Australia should be doing right now to help Indonesia and to stop the risk of it getting into this country? Look, Australia certainly offered technical and physical and uh, support um, and economic support to help Indonesia procure vaccines. It's um, Indonesia would like access to Australia's uh, vaccine bank um, so that they can manufacture their own vaccines up here um, and support in, in terms of procuring vaccines. I think Australia has offered quite a bit and, and hopefully that Indonesia and Australia can, can work together closely on that. Uh, Brazil's offered quite a bit of support for, for Indonesia as well. Um, so they have certainly have a vested interest in, in getting more access to the market with their beef and their cattle, um, and they do have experience in controlling FMD in um, in Brazil. Um, I think the you know, the the challenge will be just the you know how you know there's fifteen thousand islands, there's two hundred and seventy million people, you know, there's roughly you know big round numbers, you know eighteen million or so cattle and fifteen or sixteen million sheep and similar numbers of goats and and a, and a pretty substantial pig population up here as uh, as well um, and uh, all of those are at substantial risk at the moment and they're all diverse and dispersed across the the archipelago so there's going to be a lot of a lot of people needed um, to uh, to administer vaccines and to, to travel to uh, to administer those and just finally Troy Setter, you've been in the beef game 
for so long. Where does this situation rate in, in terms of of being worried about the future? Look, it, it's it's pretty high. Um, I mean, Australia's done well to to keep foot and mouth disease out from countries you know, around Australia and where uh, where tourists travel. I mean, the foot and mouth is 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 spread well through the the world, um, but it's now very close. It's a lot shorter flight time from uh, from Indonesia to to Australia. So, you know, it's pretty pretty scary. Lumpy skin disease um, and its ability to be blown in by cyclones or, or strong low pressure systems is, is pretty concerning. If you look at you know, fall army worm and the speed that it travelled from Southeast Asia into Australia um, and, uh, and and keeps coming in is is an example of of the risks that we face with um, with lumpy skin. So it's it's pretty concerning. I think that the other thing is if you go back to 10, 15 years ago, about 50% of our red meat production was exported. Well, today it's well into the 70s, particularly for beef. So we're just so reliant on those export markets and just about all of our export protocols for boxed meat and live stock have um, free from foot and mouth and free from lumpy skin disease as a as an absolute tight condition in those protocols. So we would uh, we would be really challenged if we had an outbreak in Australia and saw some recent modelling that um, from ABES that foot and mouth disease would cost Australia about eighty billion dollars uh, if uh, if we were to uh, be infected uh, now. Really appreciate the update from Indonesia today, Troy Setter. Thanks so much. Thanks, Matt.